revolutionary. Long talk radio.
divine, all blessed, peace and love, joy and prosperity, revelation and manifestation. You are now listening live to the Divine Prince, Pan-African spiritualist, practitioner, author, and advisor, Elagun Oloye Hudu Obeya Bokur, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic from a Pan-African Hudu world spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly indeed a blessing to see beyond veils, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, reiteration, and it is my ever-living reality. It is crucial to the very foundation of my inner standing, my inner being, my walk, my work, and therefore my demonstration along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. And it is how I, the Divine Prince, make sense out of all that we're challenged with here in our daily existence on Mother Father Earth. It is my personal place of power and understanding, the place from where I begin, the place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavor, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny. And I and I alone create and co-create my divine, all-blessed reality. And so it is. Ashe, Asheo, and Ashe. Kotepwo and all the greetings and all the ethnic languages in which we are familiar in this sacred space. I greet you on another day this Wednesday, December 25th, 2019. I'm truly humbled, honored, and grateful to present life-healing, healing, empowering information to you in this format, in these particular times, in these seasons, on these peculiar days. I am here for those who are with me. I am here for those who don't have anyone to be with. I am here for those who are on the spirit path and are only focusing on and don't necessarily see the coming and going of these these. These, these these events. I'm here for those who have something to say, who have something to ask, who have something to share, who have something to give. And indeed, as a servant of the ancestors, as a servant of the of the Most High and and, and the Voodoo, Oloye, Voodoo, Obeya, Bokur, my job is just to give. And it is on days like this that we we focus in on a certain type of giving, uh, the material giving, the money giving, <laughs> you know, the how much did it cost giving. And we overlook, indeed, that which is most valuable, that which is priceless, that which can't be tagged or labeled, and that is, indeed, the spirit, the spirit in which we do any particular thing, the spirit in which we move in any particular day or vibration, and particularly in the time like this when the veils are thinnest. Mindful that we're going into a new moon, the last new moon of 2019, and an eclipse 
the last eclipse of 2019 is on tomorrow, 2019, December 25th. You want to have buried your year. You want to have buried your stuff. You want to have buried the things that you want to release, let go, do away with, vanish away with. Don't wait two years Day. You'll be you'll be out of line with the moon, and you'll be more in line with a, a I almost said the sun system, but an artificial system that is reflective of the sun that we operate in in the West. That 365 day, the seven day thing is not in line with the indigenous world. It's not in line with many of the ritual worlds that we operate in today. Even a great deal of the Arab and, and the Muslim world don't operate on that that calendar. Ethiopia doesn't operate on that calendar, uh, and there are reasons for it beyond politics. There are reasons for it that are steeped in mysticism and tradition, and, and astrology, and, and an understanding of the sky, and ultimately an understanding of our purpose. And in days like this, and times like this, when when in of pushing people to their weakness, to their lowest, to their breaking point, to that emotional point. Something that I learned first to do, someone powerful and great in my life taught me this. And then through application, I learned that incorporated it, elevated it. And it's in those times when you feel the lowest that it's often the hardest to think about things outside yourself. But that's when you think about the condition of the world, the condition of your community, the condition of your people, and not just think about it, meditate on it, uh, uh, pray on it, you know, but activate some kind of first in your consciousness, because if you can see it, you can believe it. If you can envision it, if you can imagine it, if you can create it in your crystal, in your third eye, in the center of that, that triangle that, that exists right here, then you can bring it out of the dream state, out of the realm of imagination, out of the realm of hope, out of the realm of wanting and bring it into real world activity. Now, the kicker is we got to do the effort, the sacrifice, the homework, the work. But even in the thinking about it, and even in my thinking about what to say, what to bring, how the ancestors would use me today, the questions begin to bubble. And those questions are, what are you doing right now? Distract yourself from the problem, the challenge, the complication, the issue, the event. Yesterday, I suggested, you know, go into the bathroom if you need to, go outside, go lock yourself in the parked car if you need to, find five minutes of peace, five minutes of clarity, five minutes of silence, if you will, five minutes of ocean music or, or peaceful bird music or, or something, you know, that brings you to your, your meditative state, to your zen. And understand, that's more than breathing, 
pay attention to the rhythms of your heart and to your breath. But, but it changes the volume of light that our body emits. the volume of electricity and energy that moves around our aura and our physical body. When we choose to center, when we choose to just breathe, when we choose to be quiet. And some of you can't leave the room, but just breathe. And find your peace for five seconds, ten seconds. And ask the question, what really are you doing right now? I don't mean, you know, what gifts are you opening, what food are you checking in on. I mean, what really are you doing on the planet, in your life, in creation, as a god, as a goddess, walking in flesh? What are you doing right now? What are you doing for the world? What are you doing to make a difference for the generations that will follow? What are you doing to leave the world a better place? A better place. A great And listen, I don't want to get on a soapbox. It's real easy to do sometimes when you're looking at these questions. And so I want to demonstrate that and explain that as I demonstrated, you know, it's real easy to say, yes, indeed. look at the amount of plastic that's going into the ocean just today, just today. Look at the amount of artificialness that's going into our seas and into our soil just today, just for today. And for what, ultimately? What are you doing for the animals, for the forest? to ensure people can eat every day. And these are questions we should be asking every day. A spiritual person asks these questions every day, re-examines, re-evaluates their value to society, to creation, to the community every day. And indeed, it requires that you're of a word ever sacrifice. Not just the sacrifice that we often view that's out here, but the one that we make in here and, and make for a higher purpose, a higher goal beyond just ourselves, beyond just the moment, beyond just what's temporal, beyond just what's kernel, because those things won't last. That's the law of creation. Those things will not last. Creation recycles, repeats, regurgitates, renews, and so too does our spirit, so do does our souls, so so too does our to be renewed, and it should be. This might be your training. You might want to hear what I have to say. But I'm talking about these spirits who claim to be active in spiritual beyond, you know, the 
Webster Dictionary definition, that which is the heart of our demonstration. Because once we outside of that, you step into the realm of ego. And my sister, Wapani, likes to say, um, my baby sister, Wapani, likes to say, um, once you step from a, from a perspective, that's the root to all to all urgencies and emergencies, and all, all the things that we sort of label, because those labelings and the urgencies often contingent in the person, the place, the thing, the scenario, the situation. It's often the do work. It's often urgent directly that thing uh, that we view as, as urgent, and we get caught up in the the Who's addicted from doesn't just need to hear it, it's addicted to it, live for it. It's not happening, they have to create it, you know, they have to watch it, they have to, they have to see it, you know, and, and it's become their reality. And, and when you get caught up in that, what I call often the weather, then you can't be quite spiritual. You're trying to, it's natural, you're trying to now meet a need. Your brain sends off certain alarms, you know, lacking water, lacking We're doing too much, you know, and, and we learn to either ignore those signals, override those signals, push beyond those signals. And one might say, oh, there's a purpose. You know, an athlete might say, I've got to finish this five-mile, ten-mile, you know, marathon. And so they train for deprivation in, in, in a seasonal period for a limited amount of time for a particular goal. And when we think of fasting, when we think of uh, stopping to make time, to be spiritual, to, to, to pray, to work with the candle, to communicate with your garden and the, and the trees and, and, and see the birds Got it, you know, and, and and we lose power that can't be regained from the spirit, which ultimately is is that indeed is what lasts an aspirin on, you know, that's that's temple that's constantly shifting, constantly. You know, we have to address those bills, that lease, that mortgage, that rent. You know, every every month, every thirty days, or every two, whatever your you know your schedule might be, it's a reoccurrence. And once you get behind in something, you're playing catch up. And so the spirit goes unnourished, unplacated. And there's so many signs and symbols in your conditioning are happening right now today. In, in the spirit of five in the calendar, that people take all your green, 
and beans and, 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 and legumes and, and produce and, and fruits, vegetables and things that resonate with the day as it is in voodoo and the spirit December of the calendar, another day in the universe. We Arisha Hoko, we would be acknowledging Hoku. We will be acknowledging divine hunters and hunters that gathered for our livelihood, for our survival. The work, the children, the ancestors. Remember a time, some of you are living right now, that time where they're eating produce, Walnuts, pecans that they personally tilled the soil, and their ancestors tilled that soil. If all of our stuff is coming from the market, if all of our stuff is coming from from manufacturers, we are still losing that connection with life. And while we turn to the soil, while we turn to everywhere, the leaves, the plants, the roots for our for Turned away from it for our medicine. We see pharmaceutical, we see the over counter. It has its benefits, its place, depending on who you're seeing in terms of your, your health care. There may be support, a mixture of what is available and what is natural. And even if you don't have doctors, even if you don't have medical health care, at the root of what we eat, what we eat, we can expect more out of this spirit that you take, that what you This is our spiritual people who are living spiritual lives every day, all day, every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is your vocation, it is your livelihood, it is your lifestyle, your style of the day. Time you place your feet on the ground, time your eyes open and you knew your life. Every day.
many of you and therefore you're being so in your spirituality to yourself. Not to me, not to the pastor, not, not to me, just afraid of, of justice in terms of character or It's just a creation of the ancestors that that moment. Heaven forbid you have that moment when you wake up in the morning to think spiritual things, to think about your ancestors before you jump off into your everyday. It's a powerful year. Many things are going to occur in 2020. Many things will change. For many of you, understand that. The annual New Year's resolution within the first seven days, in the first 13 days, within the first 30 days, let a shift of thinking of of a way of doing things. If you haven't picked all details, just commit to wanting to be different, to be different, to not repeat habits that bring you discomfort, displeasure. Have repeated. to be elevated, whatever the condition I'm going to address more than one, one thing at one time. But commit to not repeating the same, not believing the same, and, and researching and doing the homework. I'm grateful for 2019. I'm grateful for 2020. It's a very powerful year. Each and every for you and humbled to be in the position to encourage the continued change, continued move from that which is not work for us, that which has never worked for us and was sort of enforced upon us through other means. And the day that we live in now that gives us the opportunity to take charge, to take control, to take command of what we believe we understand. And we have a choice not to believe even the repetitive that each and every one of us as a human 
Exton Carey these days. You can choose that repetitive voice. You can choose that program. You can choose to undo that thing that says you can, you don't have it, you won't make it. It's not worth the struggle. It's not worth the energy. You have choice. I will exactly what I'll say next. Pull out your credit. Even if you're holding your heart yet for long periods of time, say it and say it again, say it again, say it again. Get in a quiet place if you have to, so people don't think you're losing your mind. And then I want you to write it down. Write it again. But get out a pen, get out a piece of paper. You can use your gadget and, and, and type it a thousand. Thing. to it create a, a mantra or a repeat affirmation that leaves a gap or a hole something not to happen something to give you some confirmation of that negative Sense to believe. So, you know, I want to say, you know, uh, the property that now in this that you need, you want that is absolutely coming to you right now in this moment in time space. And it's intended on multiple of dimensional space. Of course, what we do, the activity, the weather, literally and figuratively. Uh, if the ancestors don't call us home and allow us to breathe the next day, in the next phase. And so when we get details, it's too many opportunities for us to start detailing. First thing you thought is you first have that inner doubt, that insensibility about something. So you want to create that there, that's doable, and that supports the thing that you most see. Particularly in these times where the veils are thin. If you have questions or comments, please ask them. I have to look for me in chat. Going on uh, as well as my chat room and Blog Talk Radio. I'm grateful for my callers and chat. 
members who've come and gone and those who who remain and stay in the blog talk radio platform at 845-277-9143. Please do remember to press the number one on your telephone keypad if you have a question, a comment, or a request that you want to ask live on air. Otherwise, I will assume that my blog talk radio listeners are just listening. So press the number one that sort of raises your hand virtually and lets me know that you have a question, comment, or request. I'm grateful for anyone in the room. I'm grateful for those who've come and gone in the room. I'm grateful for those who've taken a moment on this day, whatever this day is for you and with you, to stop in to Who Do New Orleans Food and Secrets and Recipes for another episode of this revolutionary, powerful information. Another opportunity for us to acknowledge our ancestors and indeed, I would pray I hope y'all got that antique plate out. Y'all got that white plate. Y'all got that space set for the ancestors. I know my godchildren, my clients have a shrine, have an altar, have a space, and they have a plate. And some of you all have more than one plate. And you have a few cups and saucers and glasses and flatware laid out for those ancestors. And you are serving them some of that pork. Some of you know what I'm talking about. I don't eat pork, but some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you are feeding them them greens and them grains. And the nine grains of poverty is set and placed before your ancestors and the deities that open the way for opportunities, for healing, for prosperity. Your ancestors want some of that sweet potato pie. They want some of that rum and that tobacco, and, and we are laying that out for them on today. Don't deny your ancestors why you celebrate family, why you celebrate tradition, why you come together and gather. And many of us are not amongst the gathering, but we have the serving laid out indeed for the ancestors. The holiday indeed are an opportunity to acknowledge who we are and what we do, often because the holidays allow us that time off from work, from regular life, from job, and everyone goes to their perspective resident and, and does what they do, you know, travel or, or, or get some sleep, you know, whatever you might choose to do on one of these times. But take time out for self. And in acknowledging ancestors, I acknowledge self. In acknowledging ancestors, I acknowledge the future. Not just the past, but the future. The ancestors are a doorway, a gateway into both the past and the future. And it all exists only in the here and now because we have consciousness in the here and now. We have mobility in and out of interdimensional space, in and out of the past, present, and future. So, indeed, it's all laid down right now. The, the Christmas of 2019 is being laid down right now. And so with each moment, with, with each turning of the head, with each movement, we're laying down that proverbial past, that thing we will call the past. But we're also laying down 
future. And so we acknowledge at the crossroads with Papa Legba, with Eshu, with Ilegwa, with all the Akan. And, and forgive me for not always going through the list of, of Akan deities and Fon deities. We all know that there's more than just the Yoruba language and the Haitian voodoo language and some of the generic botanical language that, that we all use. And so we encourage DNA, we encourage lineage, particularly now, particularly on days like this. If you haven't, stop now, get out your gadget, get on your laptop, order that DNA test. I don't care what service you use, use a service that we've used, use a service that we haven't used and then bring us that information, enlighten us, educate us about, about the, how the various services that are, that are cropping up, that are now available uh, to us, let us know how they work. I know there are some sites like African Ancestry that are a little more expensive. And so just based on price, many people aren't using some of the more expensive services. Some of you are. Let us Let's know how you participate in those sites, just as we can. media and we've waved and we've said hello and we've texted and we've communicated. Um, Isaac Harris, by the way, happy birthday. I didn't mean to neglect your birthday. Happy birthday, one of my new um, first cousins by way of uh, Ancestry.com. So this is the time. You know, you say, oh, I forgot. I don't think about it. It, it. These days, these holidays are the best time to remember and to be reminded and to participate in these uh, technological advances uh, in a way that's more practical to our youth. Uh, thank you, Kiona. Question is pending on which DNA services do I personally use. I think I just said it uh, inadvertently. I use FirstAncestry.com. 
and then second, uh, 23andMe. I then went back and had my, my mother had two children, myself and my younger sister, Wakanda. So I had my mother take the test. I had my sister, Wapani, take the test. Me and my father don't communicate. Any of you know this. My father, as far as I know, still live, kicking, doing what he does in Mississippi. We don't communicate. I do have some communication with my brothers and sisters by way of, of my father. And some of them have taken Ancestry.com. And now others have taken 23andMe. So I'm able to piece together my paternal lineage and my maternal lineage to a greater degree than you would if you just took the test singularly. Uh, some of you I know see all of these, these subscriptions and tests and sites and applications, you know, from just the money. And and if I, you know, initiate a little bit over here, I might go end up having to pay more or something, you know, over there. That's not what this is really about. This is really about having copies, if you will. Uh, DNA is a common, uh, I want to say scientific term. No, no, copies is a common uh, DNA scientific term in terms of what they need, what they use to get the results. So each time someone presents DNA, fits in a tube, swabs a jaw, a scientist collects DNA you know, from a, a host that is then put into a system put into a, a file, put into an archive. And so every copy they have is then ran or matched against every other copy in the system. So each person who then supplies a new copy of their DNA, that is then, you know, through, through the magic of computer technology and the rapidness of the computer to do what scientists used to have to do in a lab over a course of days or weeks or months, uh, they can now read all the, that information against a worldwide web of information, basically, and then tell you exactly who you're related to. They don't know names. They don't know your identity, really, uh, even though many of these sites now have social network component to them that you can agree to participate in or not participate in. Some of these sites, I know I have blood relatives, blood relatives that I know who taking these tests, you know, um, but they're anonymous or they're using a username. Um, And for many reasons, the same reason some of you protect your identity in social media. Uh, They don't necessarily want everyone to know who they're related to. They don't necessarily want everyone to know that they're related to the voodoo priest, you know, or, or they're related to someone, you know, on television. Um, there are all kind of reasons people have for wanting to mask their identity uh, within these, these networks. But if you know your family and you're in communication with your family and you share test information with your family, then you know who, who, who you're obviously um, already identified family members are. But then there will become pathway, if you will, within these tests that will introduce names, um, family names, locations, countries, ethnicities that you have no knowledge of. 
that are not often talked about around the Thanksgiving table, around the Xmas Day table, around the, the, the New Year's celebration. <laughs> you know, um, while people are bringing up the past, you know, bringing up ghosts, digging up old feelings, you know, and emotions, uh, the DNA can't necessarily do that. Now, at a bigger level, and particularly for those of us greatly affected, regardless of your ethnicity, by the Middle Passage, um, this opens that can of of worms up. And I can see how some people would be averse to DNA for that reason and would support negative propaganda to prevent many of you from not participating in this at all. Now, remember now, you know, the shell game. You know, it's smoke and mirrors. We can say we don't want you to do the DNA for this reason, only to blind you to the fact that they might not want you to do the DNA for a whole nother set of reasons. Not to suggest that any of the, the, the conspiracy theories around DNA are not to be considered, are not viable. I'm just personally not concerned about being cloned right at this time or having my DNA uh, used to, you know, create some kind of, you know, uh, biological uh, weapon and or advancement. I mean, it's just not on my radar. Um, Science fiction has it on their radar. Deep thinkers have that on their radar. Uh, Practical people, you know, have that on their radar. But there's a degree of other purposes that DNA can serve us that I found useful and many others find useful in terms of those of us who are committed to doing ancestral work and knowing who the ancestors are. It's really easy to say, I acknowledge my ancestors, I feed my ancestors, I pray to my ancestors. Well, who, who are they? Who exactly? And as I talked about in the previous show, um, I have some clients, some godchildren, who are struggling with the notion of people in the bloodline, people in the family who've done bad things, who've done dark things, who've done negative things. Um, some people are challenged with the idea of, of having racial or ethnic connections to the Holocaust, to slavery and enslavement of other people, to dark moments in history or in society, um, finding out you're related to uh, members of, of the Jim Jones event, uh, whether the family of the Joneses or, or victims of the Jones. I mean, there are all kind of things that can absolutely be opened up, be revealed, uh, be explored when you start getting into the DNA research. Another thing that uh, Ancestry.com does that I think is important to talk about is the availability uh, uh, under the Freedom of Information Act, the availability of marriage licenses, uh, divorce certificates, um, census bureau documents from previous decades, um, from previous centuries, uh, that is available in Ancestry.com. So as you go in and do your DNA, and other family members do their DNA, and some people will type in uh, their family tree and enter information, and the Bot, if you will, that that troll the, the web 
gather information and piece information together, you now are being exposed to uh, opportunities to compare information, to compare names, to compare locations in order to better perfect the automatic family tree that's embedded in the site, but also the family tree that you are manually going in and inputting information. People can input bad information. I've had it happen. Uh, I've had it happen on my mother's side, among the savages. Um, there's an issue with my grandmother having been married four times. Uh, there's an issue with my biological great-grandfather on my mother's side having been married more than one time and having multiple children. So naturally, the family trees are screwed up. Uh, some people don't know who all my grandmother's sisters are by name and how to spell their name, even though you are now part of, of the savage clan, if you will, even though you are now connected um, somehow to uh, uh, Walter Savage um, and, and the many other branches, I'm not going to start naming off everybody, uh, that connects to, to that story, to that saga of who Walter Harris uh, Detroit, Michigan is. Uh, I want to remind you, because there are people um, on the phone lines in Block Talk Radio, if, if you have something to say, please press number one on your phone. I will mute your mic. I'm going to assume no one is using a rotary phone, um, so there's really <laughs> no way of, uh, for you to really be listening right now. I should say. So I appreciate your listening. I appreciate everyone. But if you have a question, comment, or request, press the number one so your hand raises for me, and I will unmute your appreciative of my live. Breaking news, interrupting my Wendy Williams. Your breaking news, interrupting my Jerry Springer. Your breaking news is interrupting my, you know, Atlanta Highs. You know, your breaking news is interrupting my football game, my basketball game. You know, so we think we are in full control of our heads. We think we've had that one or two live tests and we're good. And we think we all that now for life. But really, your head, consciousness, and indeed your body, body, the mouth, the mirror, the the outer mirror.
level. Uh, thank you uh, for questioning. That often helps me to cue in. Um, more some other or other. And your father in the family's history, and your mother's history, and your mother's family's history. They can't be And so when we look at that, take it outside of the person, take it outside of the realm of, I'm talking or Kiona, you have to look at both sides. Now, part of the conversation that is being self-created, I'm not going to focus in on a particular person. I don't zero in necessarily on my father a whole lot when I'm doing ancestral work, unless I'm Challenge, a block, complication, memory, a thought. These energies, these thought forms still rise up. It has sent somewhere. Just like the story of the bear pig, it has to be sent somewhere. These gin, this energy, has to be sent somewhere. And you have to consciously decide to do it. Also, there's that element. People say, well, you know, give for the other folks. You Whatever the, 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 the outcome might be. Ancestral work, you've got to deal with that. Uh, Ogu has got to take the study to that. In the cauldron pot, that has to be burned. That has to be consumed. Uh, Ebo has to be offered for that. Blood is spilt. And literally, and there are many ways to look at that. So, sometimes that is not addressed, and blood is spilled. 
in the Thank you. 
when they have addressed more than one when they are moved. Dialogue there. Pay for that. 
greeting gifts, Smith. Thank for that which you believe. That you in my opinion, science or we necessarily care more of our mother's DNA. Um, I carry more of our DNA because of the time that we spend at home. Um, but in terms of even of so yeah, I answered your question appropriately. Indeed, if we have more of one than the other. But I'm to clarify what that is. Um, like I'm like, look like our mother, or act more like our father. Um, I, I won't say that we easily act, you know, so yeah, just a little bit, uh, but I'll still say, take what's necessary to our journey. If, even if we can't clarify it, you might not understand why you took a dad huge shade, not your huge I had a to be Of my uh, coming to the surface, even certain of our lives, we manifest what's active, what's pertinent, making an And activate a cancer, activate a germ, activate something in your body. You can catch the cold at some level. And, and so now you've been exposed to something. But if you're a 
your immune system will go in and, and will do the work of that. Emotional stress, mental stress, physical stress. Um, and might be okay. And so the door might be lost. And, and Buddha supports me in this. Understand that in order to have a full body, you must have two hands. You must have two hands. You must have a head. You must have a full And if you need to move around, mobility, you got to have your legs and you have your feet. I'm speaking the code. I'm speaking magically to many people who practice many different things. And these words have very specific meanings in these traditions where you practice the Wicca, black magic, Satanism, dark magic, do voodoo, root work, conjure, your mason, shriner, science. Your these have a meaning that's translatable in practice, in plant life, in in alchemy. What now are we starting with the elite? It is said that that, that molecule uh, divides, separates, two, and then creates four, and then creates six, and then so on. So in neurology, we're taking a different to a crystallized fourth, fifth, sixth dimensional understanding, which would be uh, the sphere dimension where it's on paper. Two lines or
Congo Square. The Omus Indians, the Omus Indians prepared this place for us centuries before our arrival. A sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. The almost Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival. Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. And as the colonizers came, our host, the almost Indians, they pushed aside our hosts. The colonizers came and pushed aside our hosts and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places de Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow, persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment, but nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, thusly we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves Save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double 